0: Have you ever wanted to play in a campaign similar to the Knocked Prone Dead season where you are in a realm filled with spirits? If yes, then I have the perfect product for you. Explore the realm beyond the veil with The Book of Spirits, an ethereal 5e supplement on Kickstarter now. This supplement is inspired by legendary titles like Dragon Age and Stormlight Archive. The Book of Spirits is a source book that expands your world with a new realm of magic. With over 50 spirit creatures, seven brand new subclasses, an entirely new class, and tons of encounters and resources for you to run a game in the spirit realm. Follow the link in the episode description where you can find this 200 plus page book with illustrated encounter maps, incredibly detailed miniatures, and an entire original soundtrack to immerse your players in this mystical adventure. Back the Book of Spirits today on Kickstarter.
1: Hello and welcome
0: to Knocked Prone, a podcast of high crits, small fits, and varying wits. My name is Cade and I'm the host and dungeon master of this Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition adventure. And I'm joined here by the players to my left. Mason playing Likir.
1: Brooklyn playing Litsy. Danny playing Tess.
2: Caden playing Torin.
0: All right, awesome. So as last we left our adventurers, they were in the Feywild. They had a discussion with Adelina, Torin's cousin, uh Torin being Blink who changed his name, as part of his Dragonborn culture that he encountered while he was in his Wildfire state. The party found a gigantic maelstrom of wild magic that provided magical items to those who were not touched by the Fey. So unfortunately, Litzy and Torin did not get magical items, but Tess and and Lakir did get magical items. So as we left our characters, they were going through the woods. And you guys are just about to... You're, you're hearing this commotion in the trees. And you're hearing some wise old voices talking 100 feet in front of you. What would you like to do?
2: Let's go investigate.
0: So you you walk up to this camp. And it seems to be an empty field other than this this pile of sticks. And there's a bunch of trees, obviously, in the field as well. And as you approach this field, one of the trees is like,
1: And what are they
0: doing here?
1: Hi, my name's Tess.
0: Hello, Tess.
1: I, uh... And this is Tim. And this is... We haven't named her. Um, she's beautiful. And then this is my bumblebee. His name is Big Boy. I I hope there will not be a test.
0: I am not going to remember these names. Are you sent here by Adelina? Does she know who
3: you are? Where you come from? You guessed it, actually. Um, we're here to get your stamp of approval on a revolutionary type of government. Mm.
0: I'm an old tree, but I can learn new tricks. What What is this government like?
3: Well, I'll be honest, I don't really know for sure. I've... Never really quite been a part of it, but from what I can tell, it seems to be a system in which the power is distributed by the people themselves. It seems to be a way to allow them to have control instead of having a tyrant, essentially.
0: Huh. Well, I was never a fan of the giant king of twilight. He's he's too cold. I might be an autumnal tree, but I, I I know what the summer is like. And I'd like to see the, somebody else in power. Or if not somebody, something else in power.
4: Well, this sounds like this type of government would be a very good fit for you. Um, they call it a democracy, and you would have a say in who would be elected to be um, your ruler.
3: Oh, very, very well. It could be one of you. Oh. Old, uh, wise as you are.
0: Well, I, I think that... I am a revolutionary thinker, as I am a spry tree, but some of my tree brethren might not be as becoming to the idea, and I think we might have a way that we can both be appeased. You see, I am dying, as are all the trees. Do you see this this waxy covering on my skin? And he t- reaches forward and touches the bark on him and as he pulls back the syrupy slick wax comes off of the tree i have been cursed and well i was keeping this curse at bay well not me personally there was a man a wonderful man who tended to our to our forest he was great to all of us he hasn't been around for a while
4: who is this man that you were referring to
0: Oh, he's a he's a creature like none other. He, his name was... uh who started up? B-
3: Bill.
4: B- Boggy Billy. Billy? Boggy Billy.
0: Yes.
3: Well, we come bearing some
2: bad news. Your boy's dead.
0: Oh. <laughs> this pile of sticks in the middle of the forest stands up, and they are a A creature that is called a woad a wood woad they look over at the party and they
1: say dad he's dead my father is dead I'm gonna take Tim over there and like untie Boggy Billy and like lay him next to the sticks they cry
0: immediately they weep over the body of their father
3: I'll kind of kneel down and say he died protecting the forest and protecting us he he was a good man and who knows there's magic out here more plentiful than anywhere else I I've heard of spells bringing people back to life I who's to say it can't happen to you I'll kneel down and quiet enough for no one else to hear, but just to the kid. A whisper, I will fix this.
0: They, through tears, say, Okay, I, I believe you. And this old tree looks over and uh, is like, Ah, oh, Maple, leave these adventurers alone and go grieve in peace somewhere else. Um, we were talking business. What? Mm, he scratches, like, behind his behind his head and it says without this child's father we will all die actually and then we'd all need to be brought
3: back if a new shepherd cannot be found of this forest similarly I'm going to walk up to the tree and touch it and at third level cast remove curse does it he said he was cursed so does it work this tree springs back to life the
0: The wax falls away from it and seeps into the dirt and it looks at you and it says I'm free but
3: how much can you do that? Three times a day currently. Look around you
0: and as you look around you notice all the trees around you have faces and many of them have their eyes closed and look old and somber and just dying. And he says, this would work. But we have months if you can only do three a day.
3: I I don't know what to say. I I will do what I can, but I'm not powerful enough to save everyone. Oh, fear not. We have a solution. Boggy Billy
0: had magic items that he used. One was a a shepherd's crook staff that allowed him to tend to the trees. I believe, could we find another shepherd for this forest that we would be able to
3: live curse-free
0: like I
2: am?
3: Do you know where it is? I'll I'll happily fetch it.
0: Yeah, there is a, a chocolate pond not but a mile from here. Um, I assume that that is where it would have gone. Uh, With Boggy Billy's death, all items that are magical tend to gravitate towards that pond. But a word of caution. I don't know what creatures lurk around
3: there. We'll get it back. I promise. You said it's about a mile away?
0: Yeah, well, Maple, can you show him the way? And Maple's like, yeah, um... Anything to help bring back my father? And Maple, as you're looking them over, like they're a tree. And as a tree, they're not very distinguished from like girl or boy. So, but they have mushrooms growing on their shoulders, and they've got these two glowing eyes underneath this tree bark. And their glowing yellow eyes seem to be elevated in this hole in their face. They look like a typical person, other than the fact that. They are a tree, and they are 12 years old, so they're about your height as well. And after you are finished kind of sizing up maple, this ancient tree that was talking to you before turns back to you and says, Well, they will be able to show you where the pond is, and they, I'm sure, would love to go with
3: you and help avenge their father. And I'll, I'll just kind of nod and say, I think we go as soon as possible, yes?
1: So, I've been scraping the goo off of one of the trees while this conversation's been having, happening. So while Lakir says we should go as soon as possible, I hasten my scraping. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> my
3: bark!
1: I'm I'm sorry. And then I'll get all over to
3: Maple. Yeah, as I'll start following Maple.
1: So Maple walks with you and and
0: talks about the greatness of their dad Boggy Billy and how they bonded with their father whenever he would make trips to the Feywild I'll kind of
3: in response say well it's like I told you as you know your father was a great man I don't think that I or any of us currently possess the power to bring him back but I vow to you that I will, as soon as I have that power available. I appreciate that.
0: Well, did you have any stories about him? He didn't come to the Feywild very often. But he tried to make time for me whenever he could. Did you know him personally?
3: Not very well. Uh, we met him once. Uh, and I'll tell him the story about the undead T-Rex and the undead tiger, or the... Favorite not the juice. T-Rex, the whatever the dinosaur was. But Allosaurus. Allosaurus and the undead, yeah. Um, and
4: I'll include the fact that he gave us delicious soup. Oh,
0: yes. His soup was quite delicious. I ate it many a night. Uh, he knew that it would calm me. You see, I, I get these terrible night terrors, but I'm going to be okay. Does Maple have the goop on them? Maple does not have the goop on them. But whether that is because Maple has is a different species than the other trees that are around them or whether it is because Boggy Billy their father
3: was protecting them you don't know. I will say he also saved our and many people's lives I I would be lying if I told you I knew the scope of the work he did but he was a good person and it'll be paid forward believe that he was a great man and I,
0: I do hope to see him breathing one day. Keep the
3: body safe. I will return.
0: Okay. And they point you in the way of the, the pond, and then they go back to be with their father's body to mourn. And so Maple leaves you at the edge of this
3: chocolate pond. I'll bend down and taste it. Is it actually chocolate? It is actually chocolate. I... Thought more the chocolate was uh, a euphemism to the brown color, not necessarily actual chocolate, but pretty good. After tasting it, I'll start looking around for magical items of any kind, but in particularly the staff, the the shepherd's crook.
0: Yes, Uh, everyone roll me investigation
3: 14, 20,
0: 23,
2: 13.
0: All right, Litzi and Lakir, both of you with your high investigation checks. Remember the ancient tree in the woods talking about how things tended to find their way in to the pond. Not necessarily around the pond.
4: So I'm, I'm pondering this to myself and then I look at the pond of chocolate and I just jump right into the middle of the pond. Okay. As far as I can go.
0: Yeah. So you jump, you get about 10 feet in, uh, out into towards the middle of the pond and um, you're able to tread like it is water but as you open your mouth it's like it's like a you know like chocolate pudding like a pudding cup like that's <laughs> the taste that you're getting
1: if you're drinking any of this
0: oh I
4: do okay. <laughs> wonderful yeah
1: so I will I will also start wading in right, seeing like let more dive in and just kind of happy with the water but like seeing liqueur try to like struggle with it I'm going to use shape water to keep the water to, like... Or the chocolate, if I can. I don't know if it yeah. will work. To, like, just separate from him. Like, straight up, like, uh, Moses style. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: the pond starts to drop off. And uh, if you would like to continue doing that,
1: uh, liqueur would be completely
3: underwater. Yeah, I'll try to keep
1: continuously, like... Casting it since it's a cantrip.
3: I'll let you know if I run into trouble. I can't say much for Litzy. Best if we have a rescue crew out here. Um, And with that, I will follow Litzy and dive in as deep as I can go. So you wade into the water, Litzy
0: and Lakir. You start going down a ways, and uh, both of you roll me perception checks. I get (laughs) perception.
3: Oh no!
4: No, Wait, hey, I have an inspiration point. Yeah. I'm using
3: I got a natural two.
4: Oh. Seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Three. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: you
4: don't notice you don't notice anything. Murky chocolate water? That would be hard to find something.
3: I imagine keeping our eyes open is like
4: impossible. Yeah, uh
3: look
0: here. Does a 14 hit your armor class? It does not. Okay. Let's see. Try me. <laughs> Does a twelve hit your armor class? No. Okay. Hey, you feel things like hitting your legs in the water. You're not sure.
4: Um, I'm gonna like come up for like a breath of air to see if I can find Lekir to ask him if, um, he felt that.
3: Is it? Is it so? Like, is the water so obscure that we can't even see? It's chocolate milk. <sighs> okay, so it is literally just. Literally just. Consistency and everything. Okay.
0: Yes, consistency and everything. You can't see anything.
3: You could feel something move past your leg. Well, um... Mama didn't raise no quitter, so... I'm gonna go down another 15 feet.
2: Um... Continuing to look for items. While Lizzie's up, I'm gonna ask her what she saw. Or what happened down there.
4: Um... It's really, really hard to tell what's going on. And I'm not even sure how deep it is, but I didn't reach the bottom. Um... But I did feel something brushing against my feet. And I have no idea what it was, but I assume it's something living. Um... I don't know if Lakir felt it as well, but he's still under.
1: Maybe it's a
4: friend. There is a chance. Um, (laughs) Tess, would you like to come in? Yeah, I think I'm going to (laughs) try.
2: I'm going to as well, but before I do, I'm going to cast Mage Armor.
1: Wonderful. Wild magic. Does that work in the Fae?
2: Yes, it does. Okay.
1: Roll
0: me... You get advantage, actually, on a wild magic roll. Roll me uh, a d20, and then roll two d100s, and I will tell you both, and you can choose between the...
2: Natural
4: 20. Oh, <laughs> I swear so many of your of your magic table rolls are That dice
2: are amazing. I know that's he the dice. He said it's a
4: good one and it yeah.
1: literally always does. Yeah.
2: And then 24 on the first one? <laughs> a two.
1: A
0: 24. On the on the natural twenty table, you can comprehend all languages for three days, or for four rounds. Or all damage dealt to your allies is subtracted by five.
2: I'm gonna go with that one. Okay, so all damage. (laughs) That was
0: the responsible choice. A a warding bond appears over all of you as this wild magic energy thrums and goes through you.
3: And uh, imagine like, think you just like. Attack, but look what I can do and just start speaking a different (laughs) language.
2: That would have been cool.
3: Look here, does a
0: a 21 and an 18 hit your armor class? They both do. And a thirteen. Misses. You are going to take ten points of bludgeoning damage and you are restrained.
2: Okay. And we can't see anything under there, so like we wouldn't even be able to see each other. No. So any like support class spells are Oh,
3: I take five less damage from that.
2: Yes. Yes. So you only take five damage from that with child
0: magic thing. And then also you're going to take...
4: I've never done combat in a body of liquid before.
0: (laughs) Nine points of bludgeoning damage. Is that
3: also reduced by five?
0: Reduced by five. So that'll be four points of bludgeoning damage. Plus 16 points of acid damage, which is reduced to 11.
3: Luckily, my ward took literally all that damage. So my ward will absorb a ton of it. Thank you for saving me from like 15 extra points of damage. (laughs) Um, And as soon as this happens, so yeah, I'm just going to use my bonus action to cast my cantrip and then my action. Would magic missile even hit? I know where they are, but I can't see them. Yeah, it would hit. Okay. So um, yeah, I'll cast that and magic missile and fire the volley at whatever is holding me right now.
0: And let's all roll initiative while that's happening.
1: 21.
4: 18. 19. 15. Wow. Pretty yeah. really good. Wow.
0: And um, Lakir,
3: how much damage are you dealing to this creature that has you restrained? Great idea. Let me roll. Um, wow, that's really bad. Uh, 10 to hit for the first one. 25 to hit for the second. 19 to hit for the third. And 20 to hit for the fourth.
0: So 9 was the first one? Yeah. Or 10. Okay. 10? Oh, okay. Other than that, uh, th- so three of them are going to hit. Okay.
3: And then the magic missiles automatically hit. So 11 points from the magic missiles and then 18 from Whoa. the other thing. So t- 29 20. points of damage. <laughs>
0: Holy cow. Yeah, so um, you hit this thing and it almost releases you for a second, but then it squeezes tighter and it's slimy. Like, you don't know what this is, but it's slimy. And then the, the, the pudding around you seems to get be getting thicker so we're gonna go to the top of the round let's see it is your turn
4: so i since i was able to perceive that maybe since the items were attracted to this pond i'm feeling like it might be at the very bottom of it and so i'm just going to start trying to travel down um i've got little speed though so i'm just gonna jump back into the water go down a level
0: you swim down 15 feet
4: yes do i feel anything you
0: do not feel anything it seems that whatever's in this water is uh, surrounding Lekir at the moment.
4: Okay, but I, I can't see him. I don't even know that, you right? Yeah, you
0: don't know anything. Yeah, that.
4: so I don't, I don't do anything.
0: So uh, Lekir is currently thirty feet underwater, and Litzie, you are currently fifteen feet
1: under. Uh, is that your turn? Yeah. Uh, Tess, is your turn? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dive down. Splash, splash. Fifteen feet down, baby. Yeah, fifteen feet. Okay. Um, you uh, make me a perception check. Fourteen. Something rough touches your foot. So, right now, the way I'm trying to make my perception checks is I'm like using the flow water and seeing if it meets any like resistance. Yeah, so
0: it seems like almost you've hit a mass of some sort. Torin, it is your turn.
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna dive right in. Go okay, to that. Next 15 level. feet.
0: All right, and you also, um, being close to Tess, notice the rough patch of
2: something underneath you. Okay, and I'm feeling that with my feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, are we standing on it, or you mean you're just like you feel it brushing you could by feel occasionally, it like like a fish when you're swimming okay, in water? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, maybe I'll hit it with um, we'll just hit it with a little little fire bolt. You know? Just,
0: okay. Yeah, roll to hit, and then roll me a wild magic table.
2: Sixteen, technically, with my extra point because I'm close to him. Uh, that hits. Okay. I rolled a five. Oh, I yeah. was like. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a bonus of being in the Feywild. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, hit the bonus from being within 30 feet of him. 12 fire damage. It
0: burns through this pudding below you, and you just hear this, like, warbled like a hiss almost of just anger. And roll me on your wild magic table. That'll be 12 and 19. All right, Uh, 12 uh, is you emanate light in a 30-foot radius for one minute. Any creature within five feet of you that can see you is blinded until the the end of its next turn. Or 19 is you are immune to disease for one week. I'll go with
2: 19. 19. I'll take door number three.
0: (laughs) All right. So you are now (laughs) immune from any diseases that might be affecting you or anything. And, uh, with that, your vampirism is cured.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Lakir, a 21 to hit. Hits. I will be casting shield. Um, regardless, 21 still hits. Oh, just so you're aware. Gotcha.
0: Uh, uh, you'll take 9 points of bludgeoning damage and then you will take 15 points of acid damage. Okay. And then does a 14 hit? It does not. No. Uh, does a 25 hit? Hits. you will take 16 points of piercing damage. Okay. About minus five. Minus 5, so that will be 11 points of piercing damage. Let's see. It is back to your turn.
4: All right, I am going to swim down. Well, actually, before I swim down, I am going to cast False Life as I'm feeling a little bit of eeriness around me. So I just gained eight temporary hit points.
0: Wonderful. Okay.
4: And then I'm going to swim down another level.
0: Okay, make me a perception check as you do that.
4: Okay, seven.
0: Unfortunately, uh, the pudding is obscuring your vision and you you don't see anything and you don't. Um, But you do kind of feel like as you're getting lower, this pudding's getting thicker.
1: You don't know why. Okay, with that, it is going to be... Tess, your turn. I'll dive another 15.
0: Okay, so you go down another layer uh, into this pond and as you do, make me a perception
1: check. Alrighty. Natural 20 plus my wisdom modifier, which is plus 4, so 24. With a natural 20, you're
0: I cite, you know how, so humans don't have dark vision. But for whatever reason, in this moment, Tess has pudding vision. So for whatever reason, you are now fully able to see all through the water like it is clear as day. And you see Lakir wrapped by a giant constrictor snake being bit upon by another giant constrictor snake. And this black pudding, instead of chocolate pudding is surrounding him with this pseudopod type essence that is that is just encapsulating liqueur completely as it's being as he's being attacked
1: by three creatures So that seems like it's the pudding itself but not it is not like a separate creature or is it, it a, is separate a separate creature? creature so it blends in very well but is distinct from the liquid yes okay with that i
0: think that that's where we're going to end our session um but my name is Cade, and i'm the host and dungeon master of this dungeons and dragons fifth edition adventure and i'm joined here by the players to my left mason playing lakir
4: brooklyn playing litzy
0: danny playing tess caden playing Torin. All right. Thank you so much. And remember, if you love our podcast, go and leave us a review on Apple Music. And we would love to be able to hear who your favorite character is, what your favorite episode is. Just tell us anything about the podcast that you are just in love with, because it really helps us get out into more people's homes. In listening libraries, we're able to better be what we are as a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And with that, we hope you remember that when life knocks you flat on your back, all you got to do is keep rolling. And we hope Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.